Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? Got a pretty fun announcement here. My first children's story is published on Amazon right now, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, If you would like to, I really encourage you to go pick up a copy of it. It's like a bedtime story, just long enough for bedtime. Like I don't have any pictures yet. I'm working with an artist. We're hoping to get some pictures eventually, but for now, it's just a a bedtime story. Uh, I hope that I've created enough imagery in there that pictures aren't aren't necessary i worked with my cousin and she read it to her i think it was like a second grade class and they they really liked it i got to listen to their responses to it 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 tracked really well with them so i'm really excited for it i hope that if you if you're interested in it it's called the great wolf by bc ray that's me bc ray and You know, I wanted to talk with the release of that book. I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, dads telling your stories and because our stories are different, really, you know. So one, I I know there was a lot of stats out there when we were uh, researching for our girls, the importance of reading before bed. Like everybody, the doctors and everyone was like, are you reading to them before bed? Are you reading before bed? Are you reading? And we're like, man, what is the deal? Why is everybody asking us this? And so we looked it up. And it is huge. Like, there's been so many studies and the importance of reading to your kid every single day. And that's why they say reading before bed. It's just easier to part of a, of a, of a habit and a process of going to bed. You know, you lay down, you read a book, you snuggle, you go to bed, lights off, bedtime, right? So that's a great opportunity to read to your kid every single day. And, and kids that have parents that read to them every day are like through the roof on a different level. And so, you know, that it's super important to read to your kids every single day. There was another stat that was kind of attached to that, which was a secondary. Uh, The most important was, hey, make sure you're reading to your kid. The secondary was, hey, dad, read to your kid as well. And it didn't have to be like it, it didn't necessarily impact their education as much, but it impacted uh, their perceptions, you know, like seeing dad do some of these things and, and that only mom did or, or whatever. I can't remember all of those things, but there was this big impact on dad's reading, you know, doing some of the reading before bed too. It had a different impact on the kids than mom reading every single night. And so I, I don't, I do read before bed. Sometimes I'm not, I don't do it very often because I'm really bad at reading out loud. I'm, I struggle with my breathing. Like I, I can breathe okay when I'm doing these podcasts and actually sometimes I even struggle. Like right now I'm almost out of breath because I'm holding my breath. I'm kind of excited. I'm trying not to huff into my microphone. And so it's just breathing is really hard. And so what ends up happening is I, I'm like yawning while reading to my kids the whole time. And it's super aggravating. Nobody enjoys listening to me read. But it is important, Dad, for you to get in there and read the book sometimes. Um, for me, the more important than that, other than just like the modeling and the seeing you do things, is that you get a say in the stories that are read too, right? So when when 
mom and the daughters are picking out the books, they're going to pick out the books they like. But the things that you're going to want to read are going to be very different than the things they're going to want to read. And so that's important. That's good so that they are exposed to different materials. Like the, the books that I pick out are so far in a way of books from what they pick out. Like it, it is like, I don't like Dr. Seuss. I'm sorry. I know he's a big deal. I can't stand it though. I don't like these simple moralistic books where it's just like, oh, and Tommy learned to be a good kid. You know, you're like, that's stupid. Like I need subtext. I need something that's like meaty that you can put your teeth into. Like it's not going to impact my kid to just like be on the nose. Like my kids are smarter than that. They need something a little bit richer than that. And so I have found a couple of books. There's only like three or four books here that I really like to read. So anytime I'm reading, I pretty much pick those one of those books. Um, one of them is, or two of them are by the same author. It's like what to do with an idea and what to do with a problem. They're fantastic books with fantastic art and it's not on the nose. It's super rich. It, it's, they're fantastic. I, I highly recommend if you're buying books out there, if you're going to buy my book out there, go buy those books too. Uh, but that's important. They're getting exposed to different things because dads, we value different things. And one of the things I'm going to say, the books that I just said about the, the like common childish moralism that we have out there, where it's all about be kind and just, you know, it's basically like teaching kids how to not be turds in school. And you're like, that's important. That's definitely important. And we've used some of these, you know, kind of basic moralism books to help teach lessons to our kids, because sometimes the illustrations and the, the simplicity of them are help communicate it at the early stages and then also kids just don't listen to parents it's aggravating but they just don't sometimes they'll listen to llama llama before they'll listen to me and and if that's what it takes that's what it takes but for us dads like we're gonna pick virtues that are not in simplistic common moralism like we're going to pick virtues like uh like loyalty like persistence like dealing with struggling and suffering and overcoming it like heroism and and like these different aspects of of humanity that are not portrayed at all in llama llama right at all the ones that the one simplistic moralism that i'll give maybe a little bit is like the show bluey like they get into it a little bit. they're pretty rich that show is pretty rich actually they get pretty deep and they will hit some of those topics and passingly, they're still pretty on the nose with the basic schoolyard moralism, uh, but there's there's more out there, and I think that's where us as dads can really influence our children. Is that that book time when we're helping select? Hey, no, no, let's read a book that's something different than Berenstein Bears or something. You know, not Berenstein Bears is good, but you know what I mean. Like something like let, let's mix it up. Let let me pick something that you would never read because I'm a boy and you're daughters, right? Like I'm, I, I come in from a different spot than you are. And so I think that's another reason to be involved in the story time uh, at the end of the night. And that's actually one of the reasons why I, I wrote a ch- children's story. That's one of the reasons why I started this is because I wanted to write stories that would influence my kids in a certain way. Like I wanted to teach them or, or lay out the things that are important that I would want to teach them, like, like lessons that a dad would teach their daughter. 
not just simplistic ideas of how to be a good person, but like rich concepts that they're going to need to chew on, that they're going to have an example to pull from. Something like persistence of faith, like having an idea and being ridiculed for it, but, but persevering through it, right? Like that's one of the main themes of of The Great Wolf that I just published. It's about a girl who is teased for a belief in something, and so she sets out to prove it. She finds out that she was right, and so, but she can't bring back any proof. And so now she has to face everybody without that proof, but now she knows and the world can't take that joy away from her because she knows now. And so regardless, like they can't they can call her weird, call her stupid. What does that matter? She knows the truth and her truth will overcome their ridicule. That's a lesson that we learn hard. Hard lesson that we learn in like around the college like high we start to learn it in high school and then in college. You know, like we end up like my own life right i'm a cube monkey doing a job that is not my calling because i was too afraid to step out i was too afraid of what people were saying about me i was too afraid of failure and being judged by these people that i didn't go out and go after it and so those are ideas that that you're not going to get from children's books like if you go to the library you're not going to get lessons like that i mean there are there are some lessons out there they're they're just hard to find so one get involved in the reading like i'm going to wrap this up i'm sorry so one get involved in the reading it's important for you to be there it's important for you to read even if you're struggling through the reading it's okay it's good to let them see you struggle it's just to be there it's so important to be there and to do some of the reading sometimes Two, be involved and choose some of the books. Even if you're going to the library and you only have so much to choose from and you don't have a book that's going to tell the story that you really want to hear, be involved because what that, your perspective is going to influence them by choosing a book that they would normally never choose. So be involved there. And then three, if you can't find what you really want, make the story up. You know, like the, I think of the movie Bedtime Stories with Adam Sandler. I love that movie. That's one of my inspirations. And we do this on vacation. Like we'll do the what if stories. We're like, hey, give me a, a person. Oh, give me a place. And then we'll just start making up stories. Kids love it. Like tell your own story. Influence your kid. Like teach the virtues that you want them to know through story. They're going to love it. And then last but not least, if you need some help, you need a story that can dig into some of those virtues. Uh, I highly recommend my story, The Great Wolf by BC Ray. I'll put a link in the notes. Uh, I hope you check it out. If you do, please leave a review. It'd be, it would be very helpful to me. I'm working on a second book uh, in my series. The series is called Tall Tales for Little Girls. And I'm working on a second book with a dragon this time. So I, I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm, I've got the first draft done. I'm doing an, uh, an edit on the second round. And I'm hoping to have that one out soon. So I'm hoping to publish a second one. And uh, so please, yes, please check it out. I hope you do. Please leave a comment. I would love to hear it. And uh, whatever happens, whether you get my book or not, just make sure you're involved in that story time at the end of the night, every single day with your daughters. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast 
possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledew Podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.